0: I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs.
1: Hi, it's AJ Vaden, and thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually
0: specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, Over the years, I would say it's been delightful and inspiring to get to know Dan and Joanne Miller. Dan was one of the very first mentors I sat down with when we moved to Nashville, now 10 years ago. And I reached out to him because i you know, had heard of him and knew of his influence. And he's the New York Times bestselling author of a book called 48 Days to the Work You Love, which just released the 20th anniversary hardcover edition, which is pretty amazing. The book's been in hardcover Is still so successful after all these years. He's also written other books, No More Dreaded Mondays, Wisdom Meets Passion. He's been on the CBS Early Show, Hardball with Chris Matthews. He's been on the Dave Ramsey Show. He's spoken at the White House, and you know he has a huge podcast. It's usually like in the top two, three, five every single week under Career Podcasts and iTunes. And he's just built an amazing community. The Forty Eight Days Eagles dot com. is like a community and he's they've built a business out of it. It's given them an amazing lifestyle. And I just wanted to give you a chance to meet Dan and hear some of his philosophies about how they've done it and the behind the scenes journey. Because I think of him and Joanne of just having more than prosperity, having peace and joy and happiness, as well as profound impact in addition to money and influence that I think a lot of us aspire to. So, anyways, Dan, thanks for making some time for us. Oh, uh,
1: thanks. Well, I was looking forward to this. It's been too long since we had a conversation. It's going to be awesome.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, the other times I've interviewed you for like, you know, our other old podcasts and stuff was really kind of about your work. And I, I feel like I kind of called in a favor to say, hey, would you talk to us today less about your expertise, kind of, although there's a lot of overlap, and more about how did you become you know, what you are today, because you were a personal brand long before personal branding was ever a term. Like you were building a digital community long before that was ever popular. And so can you just tell us like, how did you get started? You know, this is before social media was really around. And like, this is before all of this, you know, what we know today is are the essential tenets of a personal brand. You were doing it long, long before. So can you talk to us about that a little bit? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And I was around doing things, building a business before we had blogs and podcasts and Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest and all those things. It can be done. Those are just tools and we're thankful for them. But I started what I'm doing today as a Sunday school class at our church in Nashville. And it was just a class on career life transition a lot of people were going through unexpected, unwelcome kind of transitions, and the church asked me if I would do that. My academic background's in clinical psychology. I said, sure. Now, the interesting thing about that is that I expected to have you know, the 22-year-old who just lost his job at Burger King you know, show up being frustrated. What do I do next? Sure. We had a few of those, but we also had dentists, physicians, attorneys, pastors, engineers, accountants who showed up and said, everybody sees me as successful and I'm doing okay, but I don't think this is it. So it was that kind of void that I don't think I'm on track that was such an obvious need and an Mm. immense need caused me to move into this space. Well, I didn't anticipate originally this being a business. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur. I can go make money in a lot of ways. I'm a sales guy, but this was so explosive that finally with Joanne, my wife's insistence, if I was going to spend so much time in this, it ought to have something to do with our income, that I started looking at opportunities there, put together a real rudimentary form of my Sunday school notes in a three-ring binder, and we started selling those like crazy. Hmm. But I immediately recognized the need. How do you make this stand out? There's a lot of material out there on careers, on starting a business, finding your passion, all of that. How do you make this stand out? So, I was way back then experimenting with what is the catchphrase? You know, I had 30 days to the work you love. Well, 30 is just a generic number, it's like 7, 10, 30, 90, 180. And this was back when 48 hours was becoming popular as a TV show. And I said, I'll bet I can get some brand recognition if I use that number, 48. Wasn't very scientific, Roy. It wasn't very thoughtful, but I just did it as a marketing technique, just as a, let's try this. We started sending out 48 peppermint patties with every order that we were sending out. And that became something that was really iconic that people recognized and expected, but it was so powerful. It really was like somebody threw gasoline on my business because it was something that got their attention and thus what you do with branding. So 48 days. Now here's how that, you know, kind of closed the gap here. I mean, I'm still known as a career coach. So if you put in career coaching in a Google search, you're going to get 13, 14 million sites. I'm sure I'm in there somewhere, but I don't really care where. You put in 48 days, just that, nothing else. I own it. I'm going to own the first couple pages of Google, not because of fancy SEO or buying ads or anything, just because I'm the guy who says, not just, well, we'll figure this out when the kids graduate, when you get another degree, when you finish paying a mortgage. no. I'm the guy who says, you can change your life dramatically in 48 days if you create a plan and act on it. So I discovered that 20 years ago, and that was so powerful. And so I've built everything, ancillary products, all come back to that core message, and that's important as well. One core message, not 10 different messages, one core message, figure out how God has uniquely gifted you, what's it going to look like on Monday morning? That's the Mm -hmm. message that I've built from that all these years.
0: Man, it seems like you recognized also the problem was a big part of like you recognized early on, wow, people are really struggling to find purpose. Like they're really struggling to find sort of their career identity. So what is your business model? So you mentioned career coach and I think, you know, I know a lot of people who kind of think of you in that space because that's like, you know, a lot of kind of what you're writing about career transition or you have written about. What's your actual business model? Like, how do you make money? And then also give us a sense of how that's evolved over time. And also, when did you start this, right? Like, how many years ago did you start on this journey, you know, so that we got some perspective? Because we got some people that are pretty experienced. And then we've also got people who are brand new beginners, you know, just trying to kind of figure it out and find their way.
1: Well, I started this really about 22 years ago when I started teaching that Sunday school class. Okay. And the low-hanging fruit, so to speak, in terms of monetization was coaching. People said, man, can you meet with me? You know, help me revise like my one-on-one, on
0: one. you're talking like one-on-one one on on one. One coaching.
1: Absolutely. So initially, when I made the transition and stopped the other things I was doing to do just this, I was coaching five days a week, mm-hmm. five days a week, because the needs were so immense. And here's the thing about building a brand. I could still be doing that today. The needs have certainly not diminished. They've increased. But today, well, starting then, as soon as I started to develop other parts of my business, I went to four days, to three days, to two days. Today, I dedicate one day a month to personal coaching Mm. because the other parts of my business have grown. Now, what has happened there, you know, as you know, as you mentioned, the brand new edition of 48 Days to the Work You Love out as a book. But when I do my projections financially, even though I have a New York Times bestselling book and lots of others out there too, I project zero in income. Income directly from a book is so elusive. You can't really do a whole lot to make it happen. I feel like it's kind of you know, getting an ice cream cone when those royalty checks come, but I don't place any direct focus on that, but I use the message and leverage it in other ways. So we have a course that goes with that, an online course, in-person course, other ancillary products that we've got with that. And because I have a clear core message, I do get requests for speaking. So there's that, you know, universities contact me a lot for speaking. And then there's, live events because right now we've changed that model but we we have lots of live events that are really popular we've been doing those at the sanctuary which you know is just a barn on our property and frankly we say we limit those to 48 people we usually have 60 there we can kind of cram 60 in that little space and we were doing seven of those a year seven events people pay a thousand dollars each for those so seven times you know, times okay, hold on. You're l- I
0: want to capture this. So you, okay. you're saying seven events a year? Yes. And, Always and you'd sold have out. 60, totally. Sixty people. Right. So you're talking about 420 people. Right. Sixty times seven. That's right. Four hundred and twenty people. people, people. Uh huh. Times a
1: thousand dollars.
0: So there's uh-huh. that. And, if, and we did that on property on our
1: property. Four hundred twenty thousand
0: dollars, just right there.
1: That's right. So. You know, no overhead, no hotel fees. We could handle our own catering. We'd have a lot of fun. We'd have famous Dave's show up with their red truck and do live barbecue right on our property and just fun things like that. But our overhead was extremely low. So we did that. And then affiliate commissions, you know, nurturing relationships. My goodness, right now I'm doing a lot of interviews. Well, I sent out like 50 packets, like I sent to you for this book. And I didn't send those to anybody who I don't have a long-term relationship with. Hmm. You You talked about our friendship goes back 10 years. That's pretty typical. So if I send it to John Lee Dumas or Pat Flynn or Dave Ramsey or Michael Hyatt, you know, those are all people that I know. I didn't just send these out cold and say, hey, interview me, zero of those. These are the people that I know. So I sent those out, I've already booked, I think 36 interviews as a result of that. So there's that kind of exponential impact on my brand that comes easily when I've developed relationships over years. And then affiliate commissions, the same kind of thing. So if Ray Edwards is promoting his copywriting Academy, you know, I promote that. Well, I think the last time I did that one in particular, I think I got $26,000. So, you know, affiliate commissions are another hmm. way there. And then the biggest thing, I think I'm most excited about right now is our online community. So hmm. what we're talking about though is having- Is, that,
0: is this like a membership yeah, model? Yes, yes.
1: Okay. It's $48 a month. We just went with my signature number, $48 a month. But it's where people who know they have an idea they want to pursue, they want to develop it, they can link arms with other people who are on the same path where there's a generous sharing of ideas and resources. So they're in that. Now it's fairly new for us. We have about 1,100 people in there right now. And I'm very quickly focused on growing that to 2,500 people. Well, again, if you do the math on that, you know, 2,500 people, $40 a month, that's a million dollar revenue stream there. And doesn't require a whole lot of me, but it's those things that have allowed me then to go from coaching, something that requires all of my time and effort, and also something that that generates linear income. I do it once, get paid once. Into these models where there's continuity, where there's ongoing revenue and things that require very little of my time.
0: Hmm. So I love that. So you've built into this. You started as service model, and then you moved. Can you give me an idea with the courses? Do you do one course for every book, or do you just have one course? And are your courses like you know higher price ones or lower price ones, or have you done like a little bit of all of them? Like, give us yeah. a sense of that because it seems like if you're doing one-on-one coaching. And then that teaches you a lot of content because you're working. And then you go, okay, let me put that into a book. And you go, if I wrote a book, now I can produce a course. So do you have like one flagship or do you have multiple ones?
1: The 48 Days to the Work You Love online seminar is really what I would call our flagship course. So there is that. But we have other courses and I am quick to throw out a course. I mean, I'll put together a course. We have a lot of courses that are $48. How to Start a Business with 15 hours a week, how to overcome your upper limit challenge. I mean, those are things I'm doing one right now. I'm going to put together on how to hack cars so you can drive exotic cars without costing you any money. Hmm. But I I put together courses and in, in having an audience, having an audience that pays attention, I can put things out there and there's a ready receptance of those. I don't have to do some fancy, you know, quick funnel launch. To get it out there and surprise a lot of people who never heard about me yeah we do a lot of just gentle releases inside our community and then they spread the word to what goes beyond that
0: Uh uh-huh so like the flagship course versus a 48 dollar course like just a quick one is there a big time difference in the content like is and I, i just mean like recorded time so like if i buy your flagship course how many hours you know, do I need to have versus if it's like, okay, it's a $48 course on something that's like kind of fun and fast, you know, is there a big difference? Is it the topic that determines the price point? Or is it kind of more of like the volume of, you know, training hours that are in the course?
1: Some of both. We consider 48 days to really be the big bear. You know, that really covers a lot. In there, I have 48 videos. They're usually Uh four to six minutes. So, they're short but in that to really go through it you know you need to be prepared to spend 20 hours to really go through that that's 297 is what we charge for that those that are $48 or $17 you know some of those you can go through in 2 hours so there's much less content it's a very specific topic that we're addressing
0: Gotcha. And just a couple hours. But that's I mean, that's really interesting. You've built a flagship course on something that's a few hundred bucks. It's not a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars. And like you've been over the course of time here just to kind of steadily grow and grow. Like, is that how you would you would describe your business as just like a snowball that kind of just has been steadily growing? And then over, you know, years you look back and go, wow, this has grown to be Something pretty amazing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is. You know, a lot of what I've done, and this is almost embarrassing to admit as a business guy, you know, I didn't sit down and really create a strategic plan, have Mm. my big whiteboard up and all about this. This has really evolved around me because I keep responding to things that people ask for. One of the mantras that has served me really well is if three people ask me the same question, I create a product to solve that. Wow. So a lot of this, and it's only been, my goodness, in as much as I've been doing this, you know, 20 years, it's only been in the last three or four years that I brought in a strategist to really help us map out what we're doing. But there's been so much just responding to what people are asking for. And we had those, I mean, I didn't intend to do live events. And then people were asking me, how did you do what you've done with 48 Days to the Work You Love? And while I'm telling people over and over and over again, I decided it'd be easier to tell people sitting in a room to do that. Same way with coaching. How have you become recognized as the coach that you are? Well, we started teaching people. Now one of our flagship training programs is Coaching Mastery, where people come in, it's a six-month program, $4,800, come in. And again, the economy of scale, we have people in a group we're going through that at any given time. We walk them through, there's a weekly call. They have to document, they have to go through this certification, coaching 101, which is online training that I've done. So it doesn't require my time. And then they have to document 48 hours of paid coaching. And that's really a distinctive element because there are a lot of coaching certification programs out there where you buy the videos and you're certified. That breaks Mm -hmm. my heart. You know, how do we measure competence in that? So we require 48 hours of documented where I listen to recordings and all that to get somebody certified. But it's responding to what people are asking for. And in doing so, I keep seeing these new areas of things that are developing as major business legs for us. And the interesting thing is, I mean, right now, we know live events have been decimated. Well, fortunately, we've got a whole lot of other things in place that have been accelerated in this period of time. Sure. But the interesting thing is as well, if I anticipate what I want my business to look like three years from now, there are some core components that will certainly be continuing. But I am confident there's going to be new things that I can't even imagine yet. To me, that's really exciting. So I use as my business model a Venn diagram with three circles. So they overlap in the center are my books, my writing. My writing is my first love. That's huh. that's my zone of genius. That's where I want to spend more and more time. But those don't create money directly, but they fuel the growth of everything else we have in place as part of our business model. But having that Venn diagram then allows seven distinct areas so that at any given time, one of those can be in the bubble. Is this going to continue or not? But replacing it doesn't put us back starting over. It's simply a small component of continuing to move forward.
0: So and in terms of your audience, like you mentioned it, you know, I think there's such a craze around social media in that. And and you're not someone that I mean, you've got a social media following, but you're not someone that it's like you go, Oh, you know, this guy is he's the king of online influence. So you've been building your community in some other way, I'm going to presume is more of like the email list and the podcast. So can you just talk about what are some of your philosophies around building that audience? Because that is how I think of you, is you have this community that you've built a long-term relationship with, long-term trust. You're not always pitching them the next highest dollar thing. It's low dollar things consistently that provide value. The soft launches, they're not like these huge like blitzes where. Everyone in the world hears about them. It's it's like very casual, in a nurturing relationship, and I think that's just a philosophy that I think is not as many people hear about. I mean, the other one certainly can generate a lot of income and and be successful too. But I feel like everything you do is more kind of just like graceful, and I don't know that it's not that slower is not the right word, but it's more like organic, Um, and and maybe slower is a word. It's not rut. It doesn't feel rushed all the time. You are
1: exactly right and I do that very intentionally. Is it tempting to jump on the bandwagon with some of the new social media things we've got where you can do you know, a $2 million launch? Yeah, it is. But I resist a lot of what I see in those spaces in the way that they use slick sales copy, a lot of hype, urgency, all those things in artificial ways to move people into making a decision. And what I see then also, you know, I hear from people who do a launch like that and then they have a 30 to 40% refund rate. Mm. You gotta be kidding me. You know, we track like with mail order, you can anticipate like 12 to 15% returns, just buyer's remorse. You know how that goes. We've never hit 1% in what we do. Now, what that means is, Are we missing some of those big infusions of cash? Yeah, absolutely. I recognize that. I like the other way around. You know, in our community and in online communities tend to be really volatile. People come in and stick their toe in the water and two months later, they're gone. Insurance is horrendous. That's not true in my community. We have people who come in and they're going to be there for a life. They just stay. Mm. I have people who have purchased everything I've ever done So they started with an $8 audio. They moved into a $297 course. They came to a live event. You know, then they went through coaching mastery. Then they want to have access to my mastermind. You know, they've spent $30,000, $40,000 with me, but it's been over a period of time, not all at once. We've looked at that. And again, boy, is it tempting for some of these things. But we did, well, I just prefer... The tortoise and the hare, remember that kid's story?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So I, to dive in on that a little bit, because I, you know, when I think of like, you know, the different mentors that I have in my life and and that AJ and I have had over the years, you know, I think a lot of my life is driven by kind of, you know, like my early development is ambition and success and hustle and drive and even, you know, my own book, Self Discipline and Taking the Stairs. And you guys I really, I feel like are like a counterbalancing force in our life, which is more like harmony, peace, you know, like pace, lifestyle. And can you talk a little bit about that? Like just in terms of how much you work and was it more like there was a season when all you did was hustle and it was like, you know, do the Gary Vaynerchuk work till your eyeballs bleed. And then you kind of got to a point where you pulled it back or have you always just kind of been like steady Eddie, kind of plugging along, but doing other stuff and like, you know, having, I don't really love the word balance necessarily, but, you know, more pursuits outside of just like driving the entrepreneurial success story.
1: I've always hustled. I kind of resist that word because of what it seems to imply. But I've always been a hard worker. I've always been disciplined. I enjoy work. There mm-hmm. is no way that I am trying to get to four-hour work week. I mean, just not on the horizon at all, I have zero desire to ever get there. I hope the day I die you know that I write three new chapters in my current book in the morning and then go to my funeral in the afternoon. I have no desire to pare down, but now that being said i 'm very strategic about how I use my time. so let me give you a quick example. Mondays, I take care of anything having to do with business, so meetings with my team always on Monday vendors considering new software, whatever, those things all take place on Monday. Tuesday is my coaching day. So any coaching calls I have happen then. I have our coaching mastery call, call with my personal mastermind. All those kind of things happen on Tuesday. Monday morning, I do my podcast. I open that magic mailbox with listener questions, and I put my podcast together. Wednesday afternoon, I'm available for interviews. So I usually do three or four interviews on Wednesday afternoons. That's the only time. Hmm. Thursday and Friday, no appointments, no commitments. Those are dedicated to what Cal Newport calls deep work. Deep work. That's when I think and write. And to me, looking at the course of my week like that, I mean, it's like, you know, salivating to get to the piece of key lime pie. That's what it's like for me to get to Thursday and Friday because I love that so much. But those are days, and inevitably, there's an opportunity. Gee, we want to get together for a committee meeting. Gee, we want to have you come to this conference or whatever. No, I'm more protective of those two days than anything.
0: Interesting. Work.
1: Now, to me, that provides the kind of harmony that I want in my weekly schedule. So I'm not overbooked. I'm not rushing around. I'm not you know, crazy with you know, things on top of each other and rushing in and out. I live a very casual life. I'm pretty introverted. So I'm not looking for lots of things just immerse me in crowds. And I have a really peaceful life.
0: I mean, it's a wonderful thing. And it's just your home is peaceful, your relationships are peaceful. And I just I really think it's a different energy about how you've done it. And yet it's been hugely successful. It's given you everything and more, I think, that you ever originally set out, you know, to do. I mean, beyond.
1: I'm still humbled in recognizing that on a decent day, I make more money than my dad ever made in a year. I mean, that's pretty astounding. You know, I'm a simple farm kid, but I recognize the power of having a system in place, systems that work for you, systems that create residual income, and it allows a freedom that is just hard to have imagined even 20 years ago. And one of the things that comes up a lot, Roy, and you, you've alluded to this, A lot of what I get contacted for today is not how to grow your Facebook likes by another 20,000 people, how to get more blog followers or how to launch a product. There's a whole lot of guys out there in your generation that can do a better job of that than I, but I get contacted a whole lot by your generation saying, how can I make sure I create the kind of life that you and Joanne are living now, that I don't screw this up, just recently, I had worked with a young guy who went from $50,000 a year in one year to $1.3 and is wow. on line to grow that. There's a tendency in that to sabotage it if you aren't careful. And he's saying, how can I protect the things that matter most to me, even though I don't have to get up and hustle to make another buck this afternoon?
0: Yeah, well, that is an awesome perspective and I think a different perspective that we don't hear enough of. Dan, where do you want people to go if they want to kind of plug in and see how you do it and what you do and maybe join in as you know, being led by you? Where would you direct them?
1: Well, hey, I appreciate that. We created a really cool page for your listeners. They go to 48days.com slash Rory and you'll see samples of the new book. There's a quiz there. How close are you to living your best life? I really love that. And of course, it's just free resources, but they can go there and certainly see other things we're doing.
0: I love it. We'll put a link to 48days.com slash Rory. You could go check that out. Dan, we wish you the best. We miss you in Tennessee. I know you're down there in Florida now, but thank you so much for your wisdom and just your perspective and your friendship.
1: Hey, always my pleasure, Roy. Thanks.
0: That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news one of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So, as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it